You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. God will build. All right. Um, so on when Pastor Godman, my, my pastor, our pastor, started talking about this year, one of the things he said to us was how we needed to be sensitive to prophetic actions. And that kind of take his messages very seriously at the beginning of the year. And I was like, oh, prophetic actions. And I realized how that I had always thought prophetic action meant doing something that a prophet said you should do, right? And I think it wasn't too long, you know, into the fast. You know how when you're fasting, things become clearer. You know, just your eyes are open, really open. Uh, and I started realizing, well, there was more to it. That is inclusive, but there's more to it. And two days ago, and that's the heart of what I will share today, uh, this picture in my heart was about how there are things that we will do, and especially in this year, that we could almost call trigger actions. All right? And it, it will almost be, the picture is that if you find, hopefully none of you has a gun, Hopefully, none of you has a gun. But if you have a gun, and you shouldn't have a gun, <laughs> there's a part of the gun that's called a trigger. Okay, if, if any of you have used a gun before, maybe in your former life, you're a cultist, arm robber, uh, what else? A bad person, troublesome landlord. But the blood has then washed. Huh? You're an American. <laughs> that's toy gun. No, no, that's not a gun. <laughs> Okay, but the blood has then washed. Forgive all your sins are forgiven. You're not a child of God. All things are passed away, but you can still remember having a gun. Now there is a part of a gun that's called the trigger. It's a part that you, from what I see in the movies, you press right, and and the bullet comes out. And and so if you have a gun but you do not understand how to use the trigger, odds are that. You carry power without the ability to deploy it. And, you know, my heart began to move towards things in Scripture. And, and I, I'm just going to preach it as... as. So let, let's read Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22, from verse 16 to 18. So God is having a conversation with Abraham. Because ever so often, God will get to this place where he would say to someone, because you have done X and Y, I will do this. It's when I was younger, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I can try it out. When I was younger, I used to have this movies with this guy who would like to fight, or who was like the, the, um, what's it called? Like Jackie Chan type guys, and they would beat him and beat him and beat him, and he would then get to a place where he's then properly vexed, and then, you know, maybe they hit him and he can then see blood. And like, oh. And then he remembers his past. He remembers his father drowning, you know, and then everything just turns around from there. God seems to be in that habit of ever so often just vexing. Because a man, there are things that people can do, and we'll look at scripture very quickly, that just get into that place where God says, because you have done this. And all sorts of stuff begin to happen. So, we join Abraham and God having this discussion in Genesis 22 and verse 16. Um, and God says, by myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done 
this thing. Okay? And have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. And, and that is what I want us to consider and then to pray about tonight. That God will bring us to a place where we live prophetically in 2019. Um, we'll find that so the, people like Pam, Folusha are very big on prophecy in our church. And one day they will then do the Bible study on prophecy. I'm not, that's not, that's not today. All right, this is just me telling you what God has taught. It's not the real deep theological teaching on prophecy. All right? Um, but you would find through the Old Testament, God working with different people, and you would find them living or acting prophetically as they encounter God. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, the Bible says uh, Saul, okay, just before he becomes king, goes to look for something on behalf of his father, encounters the prophet Samuel. Uh, if you join us, 1 Samuel 10 verses 9 to 13, so it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that, that, that God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. When they came to the hill, there was a group of prophets to meet him. Then the Spirit of God came upon him and he prophesied among them. And it happened when all who knew him formerly saw he indeed prophesied among the prophets that the people said to one another, what is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Then a man from there answered and said, but who is their father? Okay. Therefore it became a proverb, is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had finished prophesying, he went to the high place. Could you ask the person next to you, are you among the prophets? Are you among the prophets? Just ask them if you know their name. Call them by name. The age zero, are you among the prophets? Okay? Are you among the prophets? So, because scripture is, scripture is lined with, with prophecy. I was reading Numbers the other day, uh, last week. Uh, one time God says to Moses, gather all the people together, all your leaders together. I want to put up the spirit that I have on you and them. It's Numbers 11, 28 to 29. Uh, all, all the way down to 28 to 29, the Bible says everybody gathers, that the Holy Spirit comes upon them, they begin to prophesy. But the Bible says there were two people who were not in the meeting. But the Bible says the Holy Spirit has come upon them and they start to prophesy in the camp. People run and tell Moses, look, these guys were not here, but they are prophesying. You know, Joshua says to Moses, look, command them to stop prophesying. Uh, verse 28 of Numbers 11, so Joshua the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of his choice men, answered and said to him, Moses, my Lord, forbid them. Then Moses said to him, are you zealous for my sake? Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord will put his spirit upon them. And it's, it begins to you know, paint a picture for me that God's will, his desire for us is to live in the prophetic, is to prophesy. What does Joel chapter 1, Joel chapter 2 say? He says, Joel chapter 2, he says, In the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. 
And so my first submission to us tonight is that we are meant to prophesy. It doesn't matter whether you are a consultant. You are meant to prophesy. Medical doctor meant to prophesy. What else do you do here? Lawyer, prophesy. IT, consultant, you are meant to prophesy. Please tell the person next to you, you are meant to prophesy. If I ask them, prophesy to me, oh prophet. Prophesy to me, oh prophet, all right? Um, <laughs> and, and this is interesting. Someone is saying, look, but so, you know, Pierre, what so explained? And, and I have to make a distinction tonight. When you read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 11, and 12, I think, Apostle Paul begins to speak about desiring that most of the church will actually prophesy beyond all the other gifts. But when he explains prophecy in that context, it's spoken prophecy. It's actually because when you, he will say, he that prophesies, he says when he speaks, he speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. And there's that very important part of prophecy. However, we do see in scripture that men will do things that essentially reveal God's mind. That essentially speak of the future, command the future to happen. They will do things, not just say things. Okay? Uh, uh, you know how, you know, First John will say, look, you should love not just in words, but also in action. And so I begin to believe that there is even a depth of prophecy that is more than just speaking words. Right, because, I mean, and some of men, just to bring it to where you are, you know that a guy can say all sorts of things to you, but that ever so often there are things he needs to do. Ha, for someone, they just understood that. All I've been experiencing is now that analogy, they just, they just understand it. He can say anything to you. He can say, I love you. I love your father and your mother. I love your sisters. I love everybody. I love your hairstyle, your manicure, your name. I love you. Just like, just tell your friends, BWS, he hasn't done nothing. He hasn't done nothing. So when Noah takes wood and begins to build an ark, right, Rolly, you have to focus. Because now she's asking, who is this guy that's telling Chine, I love you? Who is he? How come I don't know him? How come I'm not in the gist? Just focus as an example. Example. <laughs> example. So when Noah takes wood, in the absence of any rain whatsoever. I mean, he has never seen rain before. Some of us have seen rain before. The, 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 the weather forecast tells you it's going to rain, yet you leave the house without an umbrella. Okay? Because, but, but Noah has never seen rain before. And so just imagine it. You are Noah's friend. No rain before on the earth. Never before. And Noah says, oh, so, so Pam, what are you doing? I'm building an ark. Why? Or where God says it's going to rain. What is rain? Okay, special effects, don't worry. <laughs> and Martins, you have to figure out what that is, ASAP. All right. No, no more special effects. <laughs> All right, so, um, so, so, Pam, what is rain? I don't know, but God says it's going to be lots of water pouring on the earth. And so he begins to take Plank after plank, tree after tree, every day. And this is not a one-day project. The ark was not built in one day. It wasn't built in one week. It probably took him a number of years. Every step he took was prophetic. Every single step. Every single step he took was prophetic. 
Abraham, who God responds to in Genesis chapter 22 that we read earlier, every step he takes up that mountain with his son was prophetic. Every step. Because, you know, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I realized that for Abraham, it was more than just him, God getting him to the place where he said, I'm going to bless you. Because, you know, when the Bible says it was accounted unto him for righteousness, and the Bible calls him the father of our faith, essentially, Abraham in that transaction, he says to God, look, I am ready to sacrifice my son for you, Lord. And it's almost as if that gives God the permission, quote-unquote, to then sacrifice his own son on behalf of humankind. Because it's, it's like he does something and God says, my goodness, this is prophetic. This is prophetic. So trigger actions. Okay, trigger actions. David, when you read through his life, and I, I'm studying you know, the bit of the Old Testament, I realize it was very prophetic. Why? Because ever so often, David will do things that showed he would act in ways that showed that he understood God's mind. So David will have an opportunity to kill Saul, who was trying to kill him ever so often. But there were things that David will do that showed that he, he was seeing something far ahead. In fact, when David will react to the gentleman who brings news that Saul has been killed, you'd realize that David was thinking differently. He was seeing something different. Uh, Joseph was prophetic. If you read Genesis chapter 50, the Bible says that when Joseph is going to be with the Lord, he says to them, look, guys, do not bury me here. So when Israel goes, leaves Egypt eventually, they are carrying Joseph's bones with them. Read it. They are carrying a coffin. Joseph says to them, you cannot bury me here because I know God will do something in the future. Okay. So let me try and put this together. This year, I believe that God will lead you and I to do things that are prophetic. Things that speak of his mind. Things that speak of the things he wants to do in the future. Things that lay stake in the future. I read a scripture this morning when we're leading prayers out of Matthew where Jesus begins to talk about the people whose immediate occupation is what is in the now. What is happening now? What, what should we eat? What can we drink? What should I wear to the party on Friday? What should I wear on Saturday? What angle should my selfie be? What is my next post on Instagram going to be? How do I... You, break, you don't break, you break the internet. What do you do with the ground? You, you don't even know what's happening in town. You, you, what do I do to make an impact now on Instagram? You, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus says, this is what the Gentiles are seeking after. It says, but there is a way you can live. It says you can seek what he calls the kingdom. So someone says, so Idris, look, talk to me about prophetic action. I'm going to have two or three points, and then we'll pray. My prayer tonight, and I'll, I think when I share those three points, I'll share out of my own personal experience also, and then we'll pray, okay? My prayer tonight is that God will get you to use this year well. Yeah, use this year very well. So it will not just be a normal, because the years go by very quickly, I assure you. 
You see, we're just doing, in fact, some years you shouldn't even bring down your Christmas tree. You should just leave it there. If you are patient, it will be appropriate very soon. Because some years you just, Happy New Year, Easter, well, Valentine, it depends on how you, you know, how, how you are that year. You, you may recognize Valentine or not. Then Easter, Easter, you have to recognize you're a Christian. Then middle of the year, middle of the year, yes, going, yes, going. Then September. When in September, that is it. Then October, then they put on wait. Christmas carols already, and the cycle continues. But this year will be different in Jesus' name. Okay? Number one, obedience to the word of God. The Bible. Obedience to the word of God. And I must point this out because we are slowly getting into the age of Christians who think the Bible is a reference book. Okay? Now, when you study anything worth studying, there are the main texts, and then there is reference material. The reference material is for uh, scholars like Femi Aguade, who want to embarrass, uh, who want to, like, when the lecturer says further study, you know, most of us use the further study for what? You just kind of exit in your mind. But you know, there are people like Femi Aguade, who in the university, who will then come and say, ah, but did you study that paper? You know, what paper? You know? <laughs> but the Bible is not like that, sir. The Bible is not for reference on Sunday and then on Wednesday. No, it's not. It's not. In fact, when you read 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 to 21, it says, And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. There is something about the life of a person who decides that the word of God is the center of of their decision making. And I want us, as we make decisions and plans this year, to ask ourselves, how is this based on the word of God? I want us to be able to say this year that I am quoting the Bible. I want us to be able to say this year that I am doing this because of the Bible. Yep. Because of the Bible. Because when we act out of the word of God, what we do, uh, Mark chapter 4, I think, says the word of God, it says the sower sows the seed. All right? It says the word is the seed. What we do is that we sow seed that brings forth God's will. Okay? Uh, hmm. This story is a bit uh, tricky, it's personal, but I'll tell you anyway. Yeah, because uh, I was in this, so in uh, my last year in the university, I remember marching down with my friend to somewhere called the Sports Complex in the University of Benin. I think we had a Bible with us because we didn't have phones with Bibles. and We didn't have phones. There were no phones. That's true. I was in the world when there were no phones. I was. Yeah. Real. Pastor Dick, but you remember? No. Yes. <laughs> no phones at all. And there was not, you were cool without phones. All right. And we marched down to the sports complex to have a meeting, myself and my friend. Because I was in a 
an interesting situation with a, a young lady, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I say it's personal. I'm not going to give you all the details, yeah, because that life is a long time ago. All right. Um, and we sat down there and we, we were not consulting. We didn't have Instagram to consult. But we essentially made a hard decision that night based on the wor- what does the Bible say? <laughs> it's one of the hardest decisions I've made in my life. Uh, but I don't think I'm, I, I, so, but I don't, I cannot think of any day that I've regretted that decision. And so, yeah, I went on uh, and that, this, that whole relationship had to end. And someone was like, Pia, this is, this is, I like what you've been teaching so far, but I don't like this example. Because now I'm wondering, this is my current relationship-ish, you know. <laughs> does, it, does it line up by the word? Does it line up by the word? For someone, there are clear instructions of scripture for building your life. Clear instructions. Clear instructions. I give you an example. When the Bible says, honor your father and your mother, yeah? And it says you will live long when you do that. When you obey that scripture, you are living prophetically. Because it does not matter who prophesies over your life that you will live long. If you dishonor father and mother, you might, I mean, I said I won't live long. All right? Do, do you understand what I'm saying? All right? Obeying what Scripture calls the prophetic word. So the Bible is not just a reference book. So I'm praying that in this year you will do proper study of Scripture. If you have never finished a book of the Bible before, hey, it's your lucky year. It's free this year. If you have never read the Bible end to end, oh wow, welcome. Look for a partner. Look for a guy, look for a lady. Say, let's read the Bible together. End to end. <laughs> end to end. So that's one, number one. Obeying Scripture. There are clear instructions of Scripture. Obeying Scripture puts you in a place where you are actually living prophetically. Number two, (laughs) actually valuing and obeying prophetic utterance. Now, in my notes, I I, I put this line there. I say, we live in a super cynical age, right? Where people cannot even confidently say anymore, I'm a prophet. Because all of us just descend on them on social media. Prophet of what? How? When? Where? You know? And I suspect one thing that happens is that where there is, um, where there is a, a, a huge supply of counterfeits, right, we lose appetite for the genuine, right? Yep. So, so, so think about it. Adriel uh, walks into this shop, buys this nice, really nice, really nice wristwatch. It's a, it's a Rolex. Okay, and he saved all his money and borrowed some of his future money and bought this watch because he wants to impress uh, this girl in the choir. So he's bought this watch, right? Um, why, is it, why is it always the example of the girls in the choir? Because the girls in the choir are really pretty, that's why, 
in case you didn't know. All right? Um, and in ushering, before the ushers come to me later. <laughs> All right? In the whole church, for that matter. Let's, let's focus on, let's just focus on the message. Edro buys this watch. All his money. So when he's coming on Sunday, he's wondering, how should I wear this watch? Should I wear it on my hand, tie it on my neck? How, what's the best way to make, you know, what's the best way to make this watch popular? He, he brings this watch with his life-saving brand new Rolex. <laughs> then when he gets in, he notices that the security guys are wearing Rolexes. <laughs> so he first laughs. <laughs> but he knows it's fake, so he doesn't... Then he gets in, you know, the people packing him wearing Rolexes. Everybody's wearing Rolexes. <laughs> <laughs> then he hears that there's a new fake Rolex in town. Ah, You know when he wakes up the next morning, that excitement is no longer there. It's no longer there. So, and that is the same thing the devil has done concerning prophets and prophecy. Is that he has supplied us with so much counterfeit that when we, a real prophet shows up, you're like, no, we saw you last year. <laughs> we saw your brother last year. What are you prophesying? But the second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20 says, So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat said, stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. I have taught before, and I hold the same, that you are the chief and resident prophet over your life. And so when it comes to speaking God's word over your life, you don't need to wait for a prophet. But the day you meet a prophet, sir, you had better not be sitting in what David calls in Psalm 1, the seat of discomfort. You know we say it. I will not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, sit in the, that's how it goes, right? Or stand in the way of the sinners, or sit in the seat of discomfort. I'll be asking the person next to you, are you sitting in the seat of the scornful? Are you, are you sitting in the seat of the scornful? All right. Because you can be watching someone speak things, even on TV, and the scorn, genuine scorn that is flowing from the depths of your belly. Like how, what, where, who told you, which God? Shut up, sir. <laughs> uh, but we do it. You don't know the pastor. He didn't prophesy about you. He didn't use your microphone. He didn't use this. He you, in fact, you could have even changed the channel by yourself. So, um, as I was preparing for this, I began to remember how words have been spoken over my life by those in authority, those who have pastored me, my fathers in the faith, my pastor. And the truth is that I hold those words as precious. I mean, if you... If you're on a good day, if you can t I can sit down. I mean, I can tell you things my pastor said to me standing right here. Like, about, about here, I think. Well, it doesn't really matter. It was in this church. I was like, just, just in case. I can tell you things. My, they said to me on the, what's called, that we used to call it anointing service. My final year in the university. Tall pastor, Demola Akimbami, I think he is. He looks at me, calls me out of the line, and he begins to speak to me. Because on, I can tell you things that my, my pastor, uh, him final year, third year, Audio Movide, I remember him, middle of service, up there, Idris, and begins to talk. I cannot forget those words. I could have, but I cannot. I cannot. Prophetic action. 
Number three, because I, I really want us to get us to the place where we pray. This year, I'm really praying will be different. Over the weekend, um, I started being reminded of something I'd seen in Scripture. Um, it's what I call promptings of faith. Promptings of faith. Now, we know the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Essentially, men will hang around God long enough that what will happen is that they would come to a place where just by being exposed to God, and it's the working of the Holy Spirit, they would get to a place where they just realize, my goodness, I need to do this. I, I, I am moved to do this. The woman with the alabaster box, Jesus didn't say, go, come, go home, go and get me your alabaster box and come and... No, he didn't. But she shows up before him, breaks it, worships him, and then Jesus begins to say, because you have done so and so. The woman with the issue of blood was not the only woman who had an illness that day in that city. She was not. In fact, she had to go through the crowd. But she was the only one who was prompted by faith enough to get to the place where she says, let me touch the helm of his garment. The other guys were taking selfies. Checking him out. Is he as fine as they said he is? Look at his hair. It's a nice, long hair. Israeli hair. Huh? <laughs> Why does he talk with an accent? But there was something about the prompting of faith. Now, when you read 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 3, Apostle Paul says, Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. Uh, one translation would say, your work energized by faith. That first phrase, your work of faith. One other translation would say, your work produced by faith. In fact, when you read 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 11, 2 Thessalonians 1, 11, in the NIV he says, with this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and that by his power he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. Your every deed prompted by faith. This is closely related, and I believe it's the work in the Holy Spirit, but it's that we will, I would, charge us that in this year we are close enough to God to be able to get a sense of what God is doing. Uh, the phrase insider trading comes to mind. Now, insider trading, and you shouldn't do this because you, may go to, you probably should go to jail if you do it, is that if you are involved in, you're working in a company, right? And because of the information you have, you then go ahead to take a position, right, that offers you profit. So you, you, you trade in their shares or whatever. So like, Edra is an auditor of sorts. Or what, he works very different. So he goes to a company, realizes, oh my goodness, they're about to declare special bonus. And Edra buys all the shares of that company so that he then gets that bonus, right? And then 
they didn't catch him. But you won't do that, so they won't catch you. All right? Essentially, promptings of faith are like insider trading. Legal, spiritual, legal insider trading. But you get to a place where you realize, my God, God is doing something in this season. And so you move. And so you move. <laughs> I remember, and this, again, personal example. I remember one year, and I think I've shared this before. Uh, we had been praying, getting to a new year. My pastor says, um, I can't remember what he says exactly. But I know that that year, it was so strong in my heart. It was, I realized that if we're going to get into what God was doing, as individuals, I said to my wife, look, we need to put our best seed in the ground. I'll talk about seed very quickly. And so January 1 or January 2nd, it was, we take what was our biggest seed at the time. It was a car, it was a BMW. Take it and take it to the place where God had impressed in my heart and we give it away. And that was a seed. But it was, I did not, I can tell you clearly, it wasn't that God woke me up in the night and said, Idris, Idris, look, that BMW that you have, go and give it away. Nope, it wasn't. And it, was, it wasn't that I was looking for a bigger BMW. So I was sewing that BMW to get, no, I it wasn't that. I, oh, by the way, and I'm, again, it helps. I did get another one. And I suspect there are other ones coming in life. Right? But that wasn't the point. The point was that it was a prompting by faith. And that year, to be, <laughs> you know, and it was a big seed. I, I know that. Because even when we brought it to, the gentleman, we gave it to the person who got us. He was, he, was, he, was, he was momentarily stunned. And then he was, you know, what should we do? And then when he started to pray for us, <laughs> uh, he prayed with all his spirit, his soul. <laughs> and we collected, and, I, and we're still walking, and I'm not being funny, we're still walking in the middle of that blessing. I remember months down the line, Shortly after, I was sitting on a table and I was wondering, why am I, how did I get here? Not only was I the youngest, there were one or two, I think it was a bank MD, there was a, a seven minister, there was also, and I was like, how, how are we having dinner here? So, prophetic actions, obeying the word of God, reverencing and obeying prophetic utterance. So your pastor comes and says, hey guys, I was praying. God says we should fast for 70 days. <laughs> if P.I. wants to lose weight, let him say no. But I'm not following him on this one. Your unit head says to you, ah look, I was just praying and I think we should just fast over the weekend for the Sunday service. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And my friend's wedding is coming. And the cook, the, the, the caterer is very special. I'm not doing that. Let me, even do, let me find trouble. A pastor says, sow a seed. <laughs> thieves. 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 Armed robbers. You want to buy Range Rover, BPI. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know why God hasn't asked us to sow a seed. I have to ask him. <laughs> but obedience to God can change your life, can protect your life forever. Men of old would hang around God and you would just see people do things and God would just like 
hey, just like, hey, come, I don't know why you've done this. This morning I was sharing out of Solomon's life. How does Solomon makes a choice? And it's as if God was, God was like, I don't understand. How do you, God was, I think God was surprised. Yeah, I think God was surprised. God was like, you didn't ask me for your neighbor's, you didn't ask me to kill your neighbor. Your neighbor has been disturbing you with his generator. You didn't say kill him. No. You didn't ask me for wealth. And then God begins to unfold things. Acts prompted by faith. Of course, impressions and leading by the Holy Spirit. I believe that this is one year that we have to be super sensitive to impressions and leadings by the Holy Spirit. Early this year, I would ask you before the, to, go and get, to get clear with God how he's leading you by the Spirit. If you have never read a book, How to Be Led by the Holy Spirit, find one. Find one. It needs to be a year where you are clear how God is leading you. The last one, and I think I began to hint at it just now, is actually sowing seeds. Now, in our minds, we've always thought that seeds are just money because we've been taught about seed sowing and money. And, and seeds are more than money. But in, I think it's in 2 Corinthians 9 or 2 Corinthians 8, Paul says that God is the one who gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And he begins to pray for the church that God will increase your store of seed and cause the harvest of your righteousness to overflow. When a farmer takes seed to the farm, he's acting prophetically. He's saying, I look at this seed, and he's saying to anyone who wants to see, I'm going to put this seed in the ground. I'm going to come back in X number of months. It's going to be a tree. It's going to be a fruit-bearing tree. It's going to be a plantation. Genesis or Galatians 6, 7 to 9 says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. So when we're fasting for 21 days, I assure you it's not to impress anybody. I remember when we did the first life point fast for 40 days. And I think just in the middle of the fast, I remember day 30 something, I went home to Benin and we're driving by somewhere and I saw a banner for a church, a 70 day fast. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's like we're not fighting. What's the. <laughs> but it's prophetic. It means that we're saying, God, we, we, number one, it's pro, it is obedience to prophetic instruction. Because our pastors, because I, I don't know about you, but this might not be how I would want to start the year. I didn't want to lose all the weight I tried to put on last year. 21 days, how? Why? When my pastor says, God says, I say, okay, pastor, trust your heart, trust God. But when we begin to do it, it's also a seed. So Paul says here that we are sowing to the Spirit. If you've been following this fast, I mean, by now, you'll notice that you're a bit lighter. Uh, you, no, you notice. I mean, when you're fasting sometimes, you're driving in traffic, and you're just, hmm, it's because I'm fasting, no? <laughs> you know, because you don't even have the energy to be dragging, but you know you're more patient. They cross you, you say, God bless you. Go to church on Sunday. You're not, you know, it is prophetic. But even the time spent waiting on God, so I believe that God will lead us to do all sorts of different. For some of you, God will lead you to take a seven-day fast. For some of you, it's a retreat. For some of you, it's extra time spent in prayer. For someone, the seed you will sow this year might actually be monetary. We're praying uh, the first Saturday of this year, and, and I think I had this thing in prayer, and I told the leaders, 
that for some people, they had never given a million naira before. And I, and I put a caveat there. It's not a million naira to the church. It might be to the church. Bring it. We're very welcome. Happy to take the money. Do God's work. But it might be a millionaire to your parents. It might be a millionaire to some fund. Some it I don't. But God was. It was like for some people because you need to. Whew, you need to. It's like changing gears in a car. The way it happened to me, literally in my life, was that every time I gave a particular amount of money, okay, I realized that in my mind I could think. It was as if new levels opened. The first time you gave your 1,000, your 10,000, your 100,000, a, a million, a million dollars, a billion. You remember when you used to give a billion, did you? Yeah, I remember too. Yes. <laughs> it's prophetic, don't worry. Yeah? The Bible says in Psalm 126, verse 5 to 6, and we'll pray now, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Trigger actions. Trigger actions. So this year, let's, don't let your ground be empty. For someone this year, you, God will, it is, so going back to school is prophetic action for someone. For someone where you sense that God, so God has told you, I want to make you CBN governor. You cannot read, you cannot interpret financial statements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that prophecy might just be hanging over your head. And God is just waiting for you to go back to school. Because you are not the one who will embarrass God. <laughs> You are not the one. He will not allow it. God says you will marry this year. <laughs> and there are some seeds that you should sow. For some of you, just to be nicer. I'm serious, just to be nicer. Oh, have you not heard? The Bible says that The Bible says that you should be hospitable. It says because so doing, some people have entertained angels. You want to marry an angel, be hospitable. All this rushing, aggression, because you think you live in Lagos. Don't prolong your singularity. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. For someone, and this is my last one, I think, by God's grace. I feel like you guys send the whole choir up. When I finish my message, when I finish my message. <laughs> I'm just not in the mood for all this. Can't prepare the message. You have to be threatening me by sending guitar. You just send the whole choir on the stage. I'm, when I, it's Wednesday. Relax, guys. Come on. Um, for someone, you are, your decision not to sleep with someone who is not your husband, not your wife, is prophetic action. Come on, the message was good before. I'm telling you, it's prophetic action. It's saying, God, we honor you to keep us. <sighs> okay, so that's my submission, guys. That God is asking us to pull the trigger this year. God is asking us to pull the trigger this year. Not to act blindly, but to get to the place where we're 
refusing to just let things happen. Where we act with him to make sure that the future will not be empty. Someone needs to, by their service to God and to people this year. You know, I, I, <laughs> all right. So I said to someone earlier today, um, follow me, where's follow me? You can sing shortly, I'm not sure what song. I said to someone earlier today that sometimes I was reading through Israel's history and I realized that sometimes people just don't know that they're in the middle of the harvest of someone else's harvest. Let me help you. Some of you, the prosperity we are enjoying today is your parents' prayers. I'm serious. I'm, practically speaking, some of us have gotten to places before where they say, oh, uh, you are doctor's daughter. Uh, don't worry, don't write tests. Come. You are the one who says, let me write. Say, don't write tests. Don't worry. Your, doc your father was too kind to me. Some of you got your first jobs because of who your father was. You are standing in the middle of someone else's harvest. And you're like, oh, look at my life. This boy is good. <laughs> you have better start a cycle of harvest so that you and your children and your children to, ch children to come if Christ tarries will also work in the middle of a harvest. I believe that this year will be different. I believe so. I'm, I'm persuaded beyond that that this year will be different. <sighs> Would you please... Uh, Tap the person next to you and tell them you need to walk prophetically. You need to walk, you need to walk prophetically. Uh, what, so there's a, there's a vernacular line phrase for walking anyhow. What is it? Hey, Jerry. Sir? Walk, Jack, thank God bless you. That's more like Benin. This is Wakajugwe. is not like. Wakajugwe is. Or Wakajugwe, what does Wakajugwe mean? Too much. Wakajugwe. And but we just jaga, jaga, jaga. Just help me. Okay, thank you very much. Let's close the message today by tapping the person next to you and tell them you can no longer walk. And then you, jaga, just please help me tell them with an accent. <laughs> with an accent. You can no longer walk, jaga, jaga. It's not, not, it's not on anymore. No more. No more. No more. Let's pray in the spirit if you, if you don't mind. Let's pray in the spirit. Do you have a song? Let's pray in the spirit. Come on, Rabba. Say, Brigadi Bo, Shiki, Bahazabahabragadash. Ekis, Eliharabari has Yakari, Brigadish. Maharabas Yandalabas. Ekari Hibo, Shiatarabari, Brigadish. Oh, Lord. Mahabaharika. Someone needs to begin to ask God for grace. Someone needs to begin to ask God for grace. 
begin to declare over this year this year is different in the name of the Lord Jesus it will not be a barren year in the name of the Lord Jesus I declare that I am bringing forth the full counsel of God in the name of the Lord Jesus I do not limit God I walk prophetically in the name of the Lord Jesus I walk like Noah I walk like Abraham I walk like David I walk like Moses I walk like Paul I walk like Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Peter says if it be you beat me come Mantos e combo lugotus e porobodobo shembe kerebos e kelebos regedebo shanda magaros e kelema sobe e maharebo corre pregedesh e mambo logodobos e kapondo mogolos someone else needs to begin to ask God Lord show me my seeds show me my seeds the man with one talent said it was not a big thing so he hid it somewhere but Lord show me my seeds that I will sow them someone else needs to say Lord I walk in the midst of prophecy I refuse I repent of scorning prophecy in the name of Jesus someone else needs to begin to say Lord I live by your word I live by your word let this be a year where I am researching the word where I'm studying the word where I'm filled with the word of God I live prophetically my life is not normal my life is not usual this year will produce supernatural results in the name of Jesus I don't know about you but I'm determined that my life will not be ordinary I'm determined that my life will not be mundane I'm determined that my life will not be mediocre someone I like us just pray in the spirit and we're praying and we're saying Lord show me how to press the trigger Le bragada, show me trigger actions. Maranda magadosh, le krabondo mogadosh, si le panda magada bragada, le bora branda magadosh, kaliba rabragada, e le bora brende magadosh, kaliba ragados, kaliba ragada. Show me my trigger actions, Holy Spirit. Show me my trigger actions. Mando logados, that what what is it that I should do in response to God in this season? What is it that I shall do in response to God in this season? In the name of the Lord Jesus. What should I do in response to God in this season? What should I do? Manda harabande magadosh, emba harabanda mahila ganda makayagara, lemo soto rebregede, ekelebos ebaha, emagada bahi bogolosh, elebarabakanda magadosh, emakala bahi bo rebregedesh, emahada barebregedesh. Spend another minute on this prayer, please. 
Spend another minute on this prayer, please. Ask God, Lord, what should I do? Abanda Magadosh Kaliba Ragada. Obedience is even better than sacrifice. Abanda Magadosh Kaliba. So I'm not just trying to prove something to God, but Lord, are there outstanding instructions concerning my life that I need to obey? Abanda Logadosh Kaliba Ragada. Open the eyes of my understanding. Lord, show me what I need to do. Remind me, Lord, that I may obey. Alabondo Magada Kalimos Emogolos Koluze Branda Magada Emogodoshke Ipragada Ebondo Lubregade E Kalibos Emagada Barende Kedede. Someone else needs to say, Here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. I dare you to trust God with this year. I dare you to trust God with this year. I dare you to honor God with this year. I dare you to trust God with this year. You might be new at this thing, but I dare you to trust God. You are going to live a long time. So why don't you trust him with this year? I say, Lord, here I am. Send me. God says you will not die. He says you will survive without it. I don't know what it is. I am living prophetically. I am living prophetically. Ah, I will not be buried in the mist. Of that which is not God's will. I will not be planted in the mist of that which is not God's will. I will not be planted in yesterday. In the name of Jesus. Hey, I will be greater than my fathers. In the name of Jesus. Magolos. God is the one writing my story. I cannot live like other men. He is my script writer. I cannot live like normal men. God is my script writer. I take instructions from God. I take instructions from God. I take instructions from God. Would you help me find someone this evening? Let's let's just pray for one person. Look for one person this this evening. And I'd like you to just begin to pray over that life. Would you agree with them and declare that this year is a new year? They speak a new language. They speak a new dialect. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That this year they will say is Ejiro among the prophets. This year they will say is Omogumi among the prophets. They will hear her say strange things. They will hear her say God things. They will hear her do God things. In the name of the Lord Jesus. They will say Kalaba is Josh among the prophets. Is Falabi among the prophets? Eleba, Eyekolus, Kolusa. Is Dipo among the prophets? Is Ako among the prophets? Is Ogochuku among the prophets? Would you pray over that life? Mandolukoromda Magada. Moses says, I will, but all the Lord's people will prophesy. Ekama. Emamorogodosi Pragada. Edekelebos. Edekelebos Sata. Netelebakanda Makalaba Remede. Would you declare they walk above fear in the name of Jesus? They are walking in the counsel of God. 
Would you declare they accelerate? They exhibit, they exhibit the character of God that they experience marvelous help. Marvelous help. No limitations. No limitations. In the name of Jesus, open doors. Prophets don't take instructions from men. <laughs> Declare over their life they are reading the Bible as if their life depends on it. And a new appetite and desire for God's word. That ask cannot not go by without them referencing God's word. Ele Harabas and you pour out your spirit. Oh, and I will open up Thank you for listening to a message from the Life Point Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash lifepointng.